We love getting the thoughts of Sean Fuster, who joins us now. You can make a difference without getting involved through independent charity Crime Stoppers, supported by Police Credit Union. Morning to you, Sean. Morning, Will. Welcome back. You were gone for good reasons. I was gone out of the studio anyway for ankle reasons, which are not good reasons well, at Not all. the same one you injured previously, was yeah, it? Oh, yeah. dear. It's a relapse. Be a life- well, it's going to be a lifelong thing. They told me that I'd have about 80% mobility afterwards. I thought that meant 80% per day, not eight days working, two days not working. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's it good to have you in. Is. Good to have you in all the same. Thank you, guys. Uh, Victor Cadilla. Victor Cadilla, yeah. So the murder trial that we were talking about now, you guys will remember, this is the one that was allegedly over the bad reviews online for drug selling. Mm. The idea that Victor Cadilla, who himself was dealing in drugs, had posted bad reviews on Discord servers about Jeremy Dale Sandell's drug business. The allegation was that Sandell then lured Mr. Cadilla to the Adelaide High School car park and had him beaten up by three other men. We finally got to the point where it was time for defence to put their case. Up till now, defence hasn't said anything. As we've talked about on the show and as we've talked about on Just Lawful, you don't have to mount a positive defence. The prosecution has to prove you guilty beyond mm. reasonable doubt. The lawyer for Sandell gets up and says, Your Honour, my client is many things. He's a bully. He's a thug. He's a keyboard warrior. He's a chest-beating drug seller in the underworld. But he's definitely not a murderer. Run him in your Abraham, you know, That's what you Abe call Simpson. being damned with faint praise. <laughs> yeah, and look, th- this was the whole thrust of it. It's a case of we're not going to get away from the fact that a death has occurred, that the death was tragic, that the death was unnecessary, but nobody intended to kill Victor Cadilla. The point they tried to make was they were there to teach Mr. Cadilla a lesson. In they wanted to words. rough him up. They wanted to ru- t- rough him up was one of the words. Touch him up was the other one. Yep. Touch him up. They wanted to give him a lesson. If you keep spouting off on the internet, this is what you'll get. And the salient point that I thought the barrister made was you don't teach a lesson to someone by killing them because then the lesson is never learned. Mm. So this whole idea is that it wasn't actually a deliberate planned ambush murder. Somebody died as a result of an ambush touch-up. And so that, in a legal sense, what that's the difference between manslaughter and murder, the intent to kill? Well, it's arguably the difference. Manslaughter starts at everything from a practical joke gone wrong and goes all the way up to things that are just shy of a murder charge. But if a group of people get together and inflict enough bodily harm that it's reasonably foreseeable that death will result, that still tips it over okay. into murder. So that's really the argument here. Do you, As three guys standing around a car throwing kicks and punches inside the car with another bloke standing back watching, do, do you know reasonably that the person could die as a result of this? Yeah. So think about it this way. If we, would, a, would a reasonable person expect that that was a possible outcome? That's right. Think yeah. about it this way. If we had, it had the same situation, but they were using knives. Isn't it called knives, recklessness? Reckless indifference, yeah. yeah, yeah. If they, we had the same situation, but they were using knives, mm. you'd say, okay, well, obviously, you know, if you're going to stab a person mm. through a car window, you're likely going to kill them. But they were throwing punches and kicks, and the kick was being thrown from a distance of 1.2 metres by a guy who had a kick range of 1.5 metres. The idea they're saying in defence is that kick is not going to be forceful enough, you think, to kill somebody. You think it's just going to be forceful enough to rough them up, to touch them up. Mm. So what Justice Adam Kimber of the Supreme Court has to decide now is, well, was this reasonably foreseeable? The idea of three people setting on one, does that elevate it to murder or is this a, for want of a better term, a gang stomping that went, quote unquote, went wrong? Feels like we're getting dangerously close to the defence being, hey, we've beaten up lots of people before and this has never happened. Well, the thing is, part of the evidence, Will, was that they had done it just a couple of weeks earlier. Yeah, Because the- there was another guy that they thought was responsible for the Discord messages. So they went around his house and hit him over the head with a frying pan. 
So the mm. argument is, well, they did it before, Your Honour. You can see that Was clearly, he the right guy? He was not the right guy. They, you can it reminded see, me a bit of the IRA, these people. It was, <laughs> oh, we didn't mean to blow that person up. Yeah, we were aiming for that one over there. Yeah. The, the whole point of this for the defence is, well, Your Honour, you've seen what they've done once before. Here they've done it again. Clearly their intent was not to kill. Clearly they lacked murderous intent, so therefore they're not guilty of murder. They're just puffed-up, chest-beating keyboard warriors who took it one step too far. It's a, it's a bizarre way to And this defend. is judge, judge only? Judge only. Yeah. I think if this You'd was a jury be, trial, yeah, I was going to say, only. I reckon this would be a tough sell with a jury. I think there'd be a di- very different <laughs> argument for a, a jury case. And, like, with all respect to the barristers involved... Well, interestingly, you mentioned the jury. If I, I was know. a juror, I'd just walk into the the hearing after the trial concluded and said, all right, I reckon we can all be in the pub by four o'clock. This is going to be easy. <laughs> well, you know who was sitting in the jury box during this case? The defence barristers. How? Why? There was so little room in the courtroom that was assigned to this case by the court's administration authority that the barristers couldn't fit around the bar table. Seriously? Because you've got four defendants. How often does that happen? Never. You've got four defendants, sure, so you've there's got a four bit, barristers. There's got to be a better arrangement than having sitting with the jury. Well, this is the thing. Justice Kimber said, you know, we don't have a larger courtroom. It's a trial by judge alone. Why don't you sit in the jury box? Okay. And the barristers yeah, right. went, you know what, well, yeah, we no, think I this is highly inappropriate, yeah. but we're going to. So they sat, that you had this <laughs> so bizarre vision. Head in the mitre 10 and get some deck chairs. <laughs> <laughs> you had this bizarre vision of yeah. all these barristers no, sitting there in the, defen- in the jury box defending their clients. <laughs> Now, I'll admit, as a member of the media, I've sat in the jury box a couple of times, and that mm. feels enough by trial by media, but this was something else. Yeah, this whole case is something else, Sean. Uh, well described as always, mate. Great Thanks, to have guys. you in the, in the studio with us. Great to have you back in the studio. Thank you. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.